Okay. Tov. Today's daf is daf kuf vav in Yavamas. We learned for four shlaim piyosav as real ben chaim michal and alazer ben reuma. <clears throat> right from the top of the page, first word on the page, daf kuf vav. Tan rabbanan chalitza mutas kshera. A chalitza that was done under false pretenses. It was they faked him out. They faked him out. They they connived to get him to do the chalitza. It's still kosher. It's kosher. It's a good chalitza, and she's free to marry. Ezui chalitza mutas. What's an example? That amishlakesh kosher omlo chalotz uvekacha tekonsa. They tell him, listen. Oh, you want to marry her? Uh, she wants chalitza. He doesn't want to give her chalitza. So they tell they they fool him. He, he's an amaritz, obviously, and they tell him. If you give her chalitza, that's how you marry her. He didn't know. He's, yeah. he's an Amaretz. And he said, oh, you know, you have to marry the Yavama. Give her chalitza, then you're married. Let's say they tell him that. Only Rabbi Yochan said to Rabbi Shlokesh, that's a kosher chalitza? Anishon, we learned this before. Whether he had intention for chalitza and she did not. Or whether she had intention for the chalitza and he didn't have intention. Chalitza subsul. That's a puzzle chalitza. Again, chalitza subsul means that she can't marry the brothers anymore, any of the brothers, but she's not free to marry the shuk. So, they both have to kavana for real chalitza. Now you're telling me that this works even, he, he had kavana to marry her, not to give her, not, not to leave, not that she should leave, but rather he should marry her. So how can you say that's a kosher chalitza? It's possible they both have to have kavana for chalitza. So if uh, she has kavana for chalitza and he thinks he's marrying her via this uh, process of removing the shoe, etc. So how could you say that that's a kosher chalitza? Here's the thing. Chalitza cannot have a condition attached to it. Cannot have a condition attached to it. Let's say they tell him, give her chalitza. If you give her chalitza, she'll give you $200. It's a good chalitza because the condition doesn't mean anything. Rashi explains. Remember, we learn all, all the rules of conditions. We learn from Tanai ben Egod and Tanai ben Reuben. One of the things that we learn out throughout Shas, Tanai ben has to work both ways. You have to say, if you do this, I will give so and so will happen, and if you don't do it, so and so will happen. That's called that's called the Tanai Kafel. It's got to be a double condition. But another condition is to be just like Moshe appointed Yoshua as a shliach to divide up the country. It has to be something that you could do as a shliach. Yoshua did it bishlichas. Chalitza cannot be done as a shlichus. You can't have, you can't send the shliach to do the chalitza, right? They can't do the chalitza, she can't do the chalitza on somebody else and say, okay, I'm taking it off the shoe from this guy. And, you know, it should, it should count for my husband. You know, having in mind the husband or a different woman do it. That doesn't work. There's, there's no shlichus there. Therefore, any condition attached to it, since, in other words, since, since you can't do a shlichus, since you can't have a shliach, Therefore, there, there can be no conditions. Conditions can only be placed in the way, same manner that conditions when they divided up Eretz Yisrael that you could have done it with the shliach. Since it can't be done with the shliach here, conditions are meaningless. Therefore, therefore, if they tell the guy, listen, you give a chalitza, fine. And he doesn't want to. So, okay, give a chalitza, she'll give you $200. He gives her the chalitza, even if she doesn't give her the, the, the money, he doesn't have to give the money because the condition is, doesn't work. So therefore, it's, I give an example. Shita, let's say, uh, a proper shochet shechts an animal, and it's kosher. But he says, I only want it to be chal if my son gets a good grade on his exam today. Otherwise, I don't want it to be a good shechit. You can't make a condition or something. Like, certain things don't work, condition doesn't work. Here also, the condition doesn't work. 
So that's an example of a chalitza mutas done on a false presumption. They told him that he didn't want to do the chalitza. She needed chalitza to get free to marry. So they told him, give her chalitza and she'll pay you for it. He doesn't, she doesn't have to pay him for it at all. What's an example of a chalitza that was connived or that was mistaken? So they tell her, give her chalitza. They should give you 200 zuz. And you don't have to. And you don't actually have to give the money. There's a story with a woman who fell yibam to a yibam. She ate her husband. He wasn't fit for her. She didn't want to marry him. She ain't hugging they told him, He wanted to marry her. And they said, No, give her chalitza, she'll pay you for it. And he goes, Even if they don't pay the money, the condition falls aside because you can't make a condition on chalitza. So therefore, that's a good chalitza. You can't do chalitza making the guy think that by this chalitza, he's going to marry her because then he didn't have kavana really. He didn't have the right kavana. Chalitza has to have kavana that he's getting rid of her, right? That she's going to, he's freeing her up to, to marry. But he could make a condition, they could make a condition say, she'll pay you for it, even though you don't actually pay it. Another story, who does come into Rafiya Baraba? Sorry, a lady came before, a man came before Rafiya Baraba. Amalah, man came before Rafiya Baraba and he wanted to perform Yibam. So Amalah, he told the woman, the Yavama, Biti, my daughter, Amodi, stand up. Two ways to learn Shan Rashi. Rashi's first cut is get up and he's going to make Yibam now. You know, get up and make Yibam. Apparently, they came to court. And don't forget, if they both want to make Yibam, you really don't have to go to court, right? You don't have to go to court. You can just make his Miyabam her. And that's it. He marries her. But apparently, there was a dispute. That's why they came to court. And um, so he says, Why don't you want to get married to her? Amala BTMOD, stand up and make Yibam. Amala Ima, Rashi's gear says that it's her mother. Her mother said, Yamidasa. Better for her to sit down. In other words, her sitting down is Yeshiva, her sitting down is, is the best thing for her. In other words, better for her not to marry this guy. The mother didn't want her to marry this guy. Another shot in Rashi is that uh, stand up and it turned out she couldn't stand up because she, she had a uh, blemish. Uh, she had something wrong with her foot. She was uh, amputated or whatever. She couldn't stand up. So she didn't want to marry him. You know him. I know the guy. He saw some money. He saw that my family has money. The girl was now saying, I don't want to marry this guy. I know what he wants. He wants to marry me. So he should take my money and then he'll divorce me. He wants to consume all my assets and then he'll throw me out. I don't want to marry him. Uh, no, I don't want to marry him. You don't want to marry him. So he told the husband, he told her, give her chalitza. He insisted on marrying her. Now, we just said before that that doesn't work. If you tell him that give her chalitza and thereby you will be married, that doesn't work. But what happened here? Let's see what happened. Give her chalitza. That's how you marry her. The boss of the chalitza, after he gave her the chalitza, which wasn't a good chalitza, as we said, because he thought he was marrying her thereby. Now she can't marry you anymore, because we said yesterday and the day before that a chalitza psula means that she still needs another chalitza to free her to marry, but she can't marry the other anymore or the brothers. So she's already a chalotzla, chalitza masa. Now that she's puzzled to you, you have no option now. You can't marry her anymore. Even though that wasn't a good chalitza, 
Why? Because you didn't have the right intention, but you gave her a chalitza psula, so you can't marry her anymore. Give her a proper chalitza, give her a good chalitza, so she should be able to get married to somebody else. Now, he may not, he may not have wanted to do it after he was fooled. He may not want to do this, but apparently the court had some sway over him and forced him to do it until he agreed. We'll talk about that forcing him until he agreed. Another story, Rapapa's sister-in-law, his father-in-law's daughter, another story where she fell to Yavim and there wasn't, he wasn't fit for her. Also came to the came for her by Amrlei. So Abai said, Chalotzla uvekacha So Abai understood the situation that she wasn't, she didn't want to marry the guy and he didn't want to give her chalitza. He said, Chalot, give her chalitza and that's, this is how you marry her. Don't you hold what Rabbi Yochanan said above that that doesn't work. Rabbi Yochanan said, until they both have a proper mind for chalitza, it doesn't work. So this isn't the proper chalitza. When you tell him, give chalitza, and that's how you will acquire her. So Abayah said to her papa, so what should I say? So what should I say? Tell him, give her chalitza on the condition that she'll pay you, she'll give you 200 zuz. So he agreed to that, and he gave her chalitza with the intention of chalitza, but the intention of getting money. So they told, so Abayi said, okay, give him the money now. He told, Abayi said to the, uh, to the Obama, Zil go, give him the money. So Papa said, no. All she did was from, she was fooling him. She was allowed to because he was not a nice person. He didn't want to give her chalitza when she demanded it. And we had to tell him, Give her chalitza on the condition that you're going to get the money. So we were just uh, we weren't serious about the money, and that and therefore she's not she's not required to give the money as we said above. Milo Tani did we not learn? A man was escaped jail from the goyim. He was running away from jail. And there was a ferry in front of him. He was running. The goyim were chasing him. They wanted to take him back to jail. And he came to a river, and there was a ferry there. And Amrle uh, and he said to the ferry master, "Tool dinner, take a dinner, which is a lot of money." A dinner was a lot of money for a ride on the ferry. Uh, and take me across the river. After he takes him across the river, all he's entitled to is the regular, whatever a token normally costs to, uh, for the ferry. Even though you promised him a lot of money, he's only entitled to Alma, Omerle, Mishatani, Bach. Just said, listen, I was just fooling you because I was just trying to get you to take me. I was in a difficult situation. I wanted to get out of it. I wasn't serious. Mishatani, uh, Here also, he was just fooling him in order because he was acting shaloka hogan, as we say. He's not acting nicely. We won't act nicely. We'll tell him, you don't want to give chalitza. Give chalitza, we'll pay you for it. Even if you don't pay him, it's okay. So Abaya was a little bit taken aback by Rav Papa, who corrected him about two things. He corrected him about chalitza v'kachat And Rav Papa said, that doesn't work. It doesn't work. You can't fool him to say, give her chalitza, and that's how you'll marry her. And then he corrected him about the money. So he felt a little bit taken aback. Where's your father live? He said to her, where's your father? Here in town. Where's your mother live? Here in town. He gave them the, the evil eye and they died. Meaning he figured this, you're such a sharp man because your needs are taken care of. Your parents must support you because you're so sharp and you have all these alakas in your head. So <laughs> it's one of these things that it's hard to understand. He didn't mean to kill them, probably, but he gave them the evil eye, and that's what happens sometimes. Abaya gave, gave the evil eye to Rapapa's parents, right? 
you must have a father and a mother right nearby who give all your supplies. Therefore, you don't have to worry about business or making a living. Apparently, you have a good cold check and you don't have to worry about anything and that's why you're so sharp and uh, his parents died. As we just said before, at the top of the page, a chalitza that's done under false pretenses, meaning promised her to pay for it, that's kosher. Get muta puzzle. A get that's given under false pretenses is puzzle. Now, what's the difference? As we said before, Rashi says it over here too more clearly. Rashi says, because the chalitza we said cannot be done on shliach. Therefore, it doesn't fit into the rules of making conditions. The conditions don't apply. If you give chalitza, you can't say, I give chalitza on the nasa, you're going to pay me. And then you don't have to pay because the condition is meaningless. By a get, though, it does work because a get could be given by a messenger, right? Uh, uh, me, uh, the, the chalitza has to be done with the husband of the Yavam and the Yavama. You can't have a shliach do, the, do, do it. Therefore, it doesn't fit into the rules of conditions of like we learned from Tamai Begad, Tamai Rubain. Therefore, the conditions don't apply. But by get, since it could be done with a shliach, as we know, you learn get and you're going to send a get, uh, you know, maybe get, you know, say, um, you send, you tell two guys, write a get and give it to his wife, that's valid. And therefore, if you say, give a get to my wife on the condition that she's going to give me the $200, right? If he doesn't pay the 200, if she doesn't pay him the $200, it's not a get. So a get that was under false deception is puzzle. It's not a good get. Again, when we say get puzzle, what does that mean? She can't marry Cohen anymore, but she's not free to marry. Again, puzzle means that in the case of Chalitza, she's not free to marry the brothers anymore, but she's it, but she's also not free to get married until she has a proper chalitza. And same thing with a get. It's not a good get. She can't get married with it, but um, but she's still possible from marrying a coin subsequently, even if she gets a good get afterwards. Chalitza ma'usis psula. A chalitza that was forced is possible. Get ma'usa kosher. A get that's forced is okay. Umar says, what's going on over here? What do you mean forced? Hey, dummy. Edom wrote and if he says, I, I consent to give it, afiwa chalitza nami. He consents to give it. You tell him, listen, you better give her a get. You know, the person puts a little pressure on him, but he agrees to do it. So chalitza should also be okay. Why do you say that chalitza ma'usas is puzzle? The low and if he doesn't agree to it, so get nami low. If he doesn't agree to it, get is also no good if he doesn't agree to it. So this is what it means. Chalitza mutas lolam kosher. A chalitza that was done under false pretenses, let's say with a condition of payment, that's always kosher. The payment doesn't mean anything. The condition is meaningless. The get muta lolam puzzle. A get that was given under the condition, under a pretense that he's going to get paid for it. If he doesn't get paid, if the condition is not fulfilled, he gets no good. Chalitza ma'usas, forget ma'usa, the chalitza that was forced, or a get that was forced, didn't the kosher, then puzzle. Both of them, it depends on the condition. Sometimes they're kosher, sometimes it's puzzle. Adam wrote to me, if he agrees, if he agrees to it, then it's kosher. If he doesn't agree to it, he's forced. You can't force somebody to give a get. If you force him and he doesn't say rotsani, then it's not a good get. So Bezdin's today who try to put pressure on him, it's very complicated. They have to do it in the right way. If you just take a gun to your uh, you know, brother-in-law that's married to your sister or something like that and try to tell him, listen, give her a get, you, you know, you bad fella, and <laughs> you force him, it's not a good get. So that's what we say. If he didn't say Rotsani, it's not a valid get. The Tanya, as we see, Yakrivo, so the Pasik says Yakrivo, so I'm bringing a carbon ola. Now in my Gemara it says, I'm guessing that the uh, the Schottenstein or the um, the art scroll probably has it corrected. It's in Vayikra Aleph, right? What do you have there? Is this on the side there? Say Vayikra. 
Huh? Aleph, yeah. And the older Gemara say Chavez. It's really an Aleph. It's the Perak Aleph Mishik Pasuk Gimel. It says Yaakov Oso. He will be Yaakov means he will be forced. Like if Yaakov is causative, you you'll bring you'll cause him to bring a carbon. I mean, Shem Chofan Oso. We force him to bring a carbon if it's required. Yachol Bal Kochan. My thing against his will. Tamer Lo Melitzono. That it's got to be according to his will. He's got to willingly do it. Okay. It's Chofan Oso. Shem Oros. And as we had many places in Shas, you force him until he agrees to it. He also the same thing by Gitanashim that he forced him until he says, I agree. Why? Because we you might say, is he really being forced? He really wants to do the right thing. Every Jew wants to do the right thing by God. So when he says, I agree to it, we, we accept this word. So Rava says the following thing. Notice Rava says it's the name of Shora, name of Puna, but he himself, Rav himself will disagree. He said the following. Let's say a couple comes forth they're from out of town. Nobody recognizes them. And they say, uh, easy, she's a Yavam, he's a Yavama. You know, like the Bezins in town takes a long time to get a date. You know, they went online to get a, a date, you know, to, to get a, to book a time at the court. And it was there. So they came from out of town. They went to out of town to some small village where there weren't a lot of people there. And they come and they say, it's a Yavam, Yavam, got a Chalitza. But the Bezin doesn't know who they are. They didn't have Tudat in those days. They didn't have no means, any means of identification. So, do you give him a, a do, you, do you do chalitza under those circumstances when the bezin doesn't really know? Maybe she is, maybe her yavam is in Afghanistan or someplace and she just wants to get remarried. So she brings some guy, she hired some guy to pretend that he's the yavam so she can say, okay, I got chalitza, I'm getting married. So what do you do? So Rav Chorav Ravuna says, Cholza and Avapisha Makir, you give him chalitza even though it, you don't recognize them because maybe she's stuck, she wants to be free. Mamanin, and also Mian. What's Mian? We're going to talk about Mian a lot in the, starting tomorrow's daf. We've done Mian Mian's where a young girl is married with a, with a marriage drop on it. Her father's out of the picture because he had married her once before off or he's dead and her brothers and her, uh, her mother married her off. It's a Kedushan Rabbani. She could walk away from it, Mian. But do you do the Mian in front of the Bezim? We said Mian has to be in front of the Bezim or at least in front of two people. Do you do it even though you don't recognize them? So Ravuna says, you give chalitza even though you don't recognize them. Me and also, even though there's no, you don't recognize them. Therefore, therefore, if Adam saw the circumstances, it's it wasn't the Bezdin who gave them like a hetzer. They just performed this chalitza in front of them or performed a meon in front of them and Bezdin doesn't really know who they are. Therefore, because of that, because of that, if Adam saw this take place, they can't write a document verifying that this lady got chalitza or took me in. That's what he says. Right? You don't write a get chalitza. Get chalitza means so and so got chalitza in front of us and she read the psukim and she spat and she took off the shoe and all that. You, you tell the whole story. You don't write that. Elam came makir unless you recognize. That's the Adam recognized these people. Maybe the Adam, the Bezin didn't recognize them. But if the if the Adam didn't recognize them, the Adam can't testify that a proper chalitza took place. Why? Because Bezin does the chalitza even if they don't recognize. Them. So why would Bezdin do that? Why would Bezdin do that? Because they're in front of him and they're they're relying on the, on, on their own uh, goodwill. If she wants to get married and she's not allowed to. She's going to be sinned by God. But you don't write you don't write a star verifying that they were divorced uh, that they that the chalitza took place or the meal took place. Therefore, the fichach ain't get chalitza. Elam came like unless the unless the Adam recognized them as being yavam and yavama. Ain't kosim get meal. Elam came like unless he recognized them as husband and wife. Because we're afraid that they'll take this document, go to another business. Now she wants to get married to somebody else. They take that and say, look, I got a document that says 
that Adam saw me get the, the mean or get the chalitza and I'm free to marry. The Besden, the best, the other Besden may not be careful. They may say, oh, okay, uh, presumably if you have a document that says that, we'll assume it took place and it's all valid. That's no good. Therefore, you don't write such a document because Besden is, uh, Besden can perform the even more, can perform the chalitza or the mean, even if they don't recognize the participants. Rabbi Dide, Rabbi himself disagrees. He says, no, you don't allow chalitza. Besden should not allow a chalitza unless they know who the people are. Otherwise, it could be uh, she's just playing. She brought some imposter. Say this is my yavam because she wants to get remarried, and the guy doesn't want to come to give her chalitza. Also, you don't give me an illustrious. Therefore, if you saw it take place, Kosen get chalitza. Adam could write to get chalitza because Bezin would not do it unless they recognize them. Even if Adam don't recognize it, but they recognize that this man and this woman had a chalitza, or this man and this woman had a miyam. Because we get me enough, Bishem Makiran, but Lochashim, the best you're not worried. This way, you don't have to worry about Lochashim means you don't have to worry about a Bezin Tohen. Why? That Bezin's going to make a mistake and marry the wrong because Bez, any Bezin will not do the Mian, will not uh, officiate at the Mian or at the Chalitza unless they know the participants. And therefore, if Adam saw it and they write a document to that effect, it's valid. It's valid because uh, Bezin wouldn't have done it unless they recognized them. This is Chalitza, as you have many times in, in shots. This Mishnah would have been better off, you know, at the beginning of, of the, of, but that's what it does many times, the order's a little bit off. Talk about me and also, where the me and, the, instead of talking at the beginning about me and we talk about other uh, facets of the me and tomorrow, Mr. Shem. Mrs. Chalitza, how does Mrs. Chalitza, Bahu they come to court. Obviously, they, you know, there's some issue here, right? She wants the Chalitza or he wants to give her Chalitza. They come to court. They must see in La Isel Guinness. And the Besden gives them proper advice. We had this before, but Karula, they call him to court. Zikne Iro. Remember, we wanted to say maybe Karula and Zikne means that you need uh, four more um, judges there. We said, no, it's telling us this halacha that they call him to court. And Zikne Iro, they give him good advice. The Zikne, we have Karula, we have Zikne and the Dibru showing that they have to give him good advice. And she says, no, man, you have a shame. My husband doesn't want, my Yavama doesn't want, refuses to establish a name for her husband. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to make a name for his brother, which is my husband who died. Um, uh, he doesn't want to be me, Abim. But who, Omer, and he says, and these are the psukim as we read them. Uh, in, in the, that's Okay, that's the same thing. In Sota, Dafam and Beis, at the end of the parak, the parak talks about things. Certain things can be said in the vernacular, and certain things, like certain fields, Shema, whatever, and certain things have to be said in Hebrew. This is one of the things that have to be said in Hebrew. Lashon Hakodesh is learned out from the Ansa of Amra. She will say, you know, from Zera Shavat to Anu Alavim, just like there it's in Hebrew, here it's also in Hebrew. Hayomer, Beniksha Yibimto Elav, and then they will bring the. This is Pasuk Tes. They will bring the Yavama to him. The court uh, oversees that. She removes the shoe from his foot, as we said, the right foot. The ark of him, she spits, not into his face, but across his face, in front of him. Right? They have to be able to see the them. It says, if you're able to see it. And she replies, So should be done to a man who doesn't want to build his brother's house. This, until this part, they dictated. When Rav Orkinus, when he uh, did a story with the chalitza uh, under the tree at Kfaritim, 
Gomer's Kola Kula, they said not only those Psukim, like we say in Vav, uh, in um, Zion Ches and Tes, and, and Yud, but rather, they did the whole Parsha. They said the whole Parsha. They were sort of the whole Parsha. They said the whole Parsha. And then they call out Israel, the mitzvah for Dayanim to say, the Nikrishon Israel based Cholosanah, but no mitzvah, not the Tamidim. If you don't hear, mitzvah al Kolom Sham, even Tamidim were sitting in the court, everybody should say, Lomar Cholosanah, that the shoe has been removed. Now the mitzvah to call, to call him out on that. Now the Gemara is going to describe some of this. So first she calls out, first she reads the words. What does she read? She says, like we said, he doesn't want to. Bakara then he says, he says, yes, then she removes the shoe, but then she spits. Bakara then she says the Pasuk afterwards, what does she say? After she spits, I shall leave in a space. That's the order. My Kamashma, what's the Khirish must be see? We see this all in the Mishnah. Those are exactly the words of the Mishnah. What's Ravira teaching me? The mitzvah, he says it's a mitzvah to do it that way, but it's not mitzvah. But if you change the orders, we said before, if, you, if she spat before she removed the shoe, that's also valid. Whether the chalitza took place before the spit, or whether, whether the chalitza was before the spit, or the spit was before the chalitza, whatever is, is done. Presumably, the sukkim will have to be read in order, otherwise it doesn't make sense. right? The order is that she says he doesn't want to be me, and he says, Yes, that's true. I don't want to be her. And then they go through the physical actions, and then they say, and then she says, This is what happens. It doesn't make sense to say before they've done anything. Okay, um, so Masha says, When a person is dictating Chalitza, in other words, a lot of the people are Maratsam, they don't know the on their own. So what happens? She has to say, when he dictates the Pasuk to her, I'm on the Makri, get Chalitza. Get Chalitza here means the process itself. Um, <clears throat> when he gives it to her and he tells her what to say, he dictates it to her. So, Lolikri did, I shouldn't say to her, Lo, and then by itself, like so to speak, with a pause, again, the end of Pasuk Zion is. Lo avayabmi. So she shouldn't say lo, and then have a pause. I mean, he shouldn't. The dictator should not say lo, and then have a pause and say chafatzi lekachta, because that sounds like they call him v'zivu elo v'amad v'amar lo. He said no, and then chafatzi lekachta, like he wants to marry her. So avayabmi lechudei the mashma avayabmi. It sounds like he wants to marry her. Ella lo avayabmi. He should say those three words together. There shouldn't be a pause in between. That's one. Velo likri day when she and when he dictates the psukim that the man is supposed to recite. Lo lo lechude. He shouldn't say lo by itself and chapatzti lechude. Chapatzti lechude. He shouldn't say lo by itself and chapatzti by itself. The mashma chapatzti lekachta. He should say lo chapatzti lekachta. Right. She she should say lo avayabmi. Right. Lo avayabmi. He doesn't. She shouldn't say lo and avayabmi. Sounds like he wants to. And he shouldn't say lo and then chapatzti lachta. It sounds like he wants to take her. We should say it together. Rav Amar, it's only a pause with Sukkim Milsa lesson, but there's no problem with a little pause. It doesn't change anything. He was painfully pushing himself to read it all together, to say, say it all together. Don't say low, 
and then Avayavmi, right? As you say, Lo Avayavmi. He was he was pressing her to say that Lo Avayavmi. Don't show what Rubber said that a pause is not a problem. Rubber's moda by Lo Avayavmi that uh, that it shouldn't it should um, you should say them together. Why? Because it could be Lo. Could be that he doesn't really refuse and Avayavmi. So it could be going on first on the first part. So when it comes to her recital, then even Rubber's moda that there shouldn't be a pause because it sounds like uh, no, he's not refusing, but rather he wants to marry me. So therefore, even Rubber's motive that in the first case where she's reciting the words, she should say lo aviyabmi as one phrase with no break in between. Amar Baya, Haiman the cost of gita lechalitza A man who's writing a chalitza, this is what he should write. Akrinuah I read to her. I caused her to read. Min In other words, Abaya said that. You don't actually list out all the words in the psukim over here when you write the document. The document that gives her a proof that she's been, a woman always, when she's been a get a chalitza or a get, you always have to give her a document that she can go and take to another court, which allows her to remarry. They usually don't give her the get itself because she might then claim like twice, et cetera. But they give her some sort of a receipt which says that she's been divorced. And here also you give her a get the chalitza. So when you write it, you don't say, okay, I read her this whole pasuk. And then I read to him this whole passage. You don't list the whole passage. You just say it like this. You say, because um, this is what you should write. I read to her, I read to her from the beginning of that passage. It's not really the beginning of the passage. It's the middle of the passage. It says, um, you don't read that whole phrase. You just say, I read to her from Me'enyavami until the end of the Pasuk Lo'aviyami. I read to her from here until here. You don't read the, all the words because since there's no sirtu, there's no rules on the page, you're not supposed to write uh, four words from the Torah without sirtu. So he says, I, re- I, I read to her, I recited to her, and we told him, the man, from the words, you don't write right? from low until lakafta, even though there's only one word in between. Then I recited to her that she, I dictated to her, from says, you don't write the whole thing. But you rather, I, I wrote, to, I read to her, dictated from kocha until chalutzanal. He though he did write, it was sirted. He made rules on the paper. And therefore, because of the Kula Parsha, you wrote the whole Parsha. Because you could do that if you can. Rashi brings down, you don't write four words from the Torah unless they're sirta. So he wrote the words in the Parsha, and he did it with sirta. Maskel Mar Baridi, You're not supposed to write a portion of a, par- of a t- Torah. The Torah is supposed to be complete. You can't write a, a half of it, uh, you know, or several Parshas or several Sedras and use that to teach kids or whatever. You don't do that. The Torah is complete. So how did you do it over here? is like Marzutra. Why? Because here is only for the purpose of the mitzvah. Here it wasn't. Hilsarashi says Marzutra. The kosman the lo dami It's not like writing a megillah for a child to learn from the slamibah. The asma died the parsha. You wrote it for the parsha. You're writing parsha kiseitzi. You're writing parsha shlach. Whatever. You're writing it for parsha. The tavi can be gilikana. The kimlan Torah chasumin. It's got only complete. Avalhai spheres varmu. It's just telling you what happened. But Rabbi Kishan say, just telling you what happened. I read to her from this pasuk to this pasuk. Since it's a mitzvah to give her a chalitza, 
and to confirm it so that she can get remarried, it's okay to do. You're not doing it to write a Sefer Torah. Amr Abayah. Let's say she spat, but it says, and we said they have to see it, but she says, it says, she spat. How does it say she's supposed to spit? In front of him, in front of his face. Let's say she spat and the wind took it away. never passed in front of his face. No good. It's not good. Now, we said before that even if they didn't spit, according to Bekiva, Khalid's alone is good enough. But still, it's not a spit. If you hold, you need spitting. That's not a spit. If the wind took it away before it passed in front of his face, my time, and you have to see spitting from his face. who are So let's say he's tall and she's short. <coughs> so as soon as she spits, it passes in front of him. He just has to look down, it's right in front of him because she's short. And then and then the wind took it away. So you have in front of him because it passed in front of him even for a short time before the wind took it away. But let's say she's very tall and he's short. He's short. You have to have it's got to be where the spit went down in front of his face, and then the spit was taken away by the wind. So you got to be careful. If she's tall and he's short and she's spat and it never went down in front of his face, then it's not a good spit. So let's say she had right, uh, garlic and she spat, or she ate a clot of earth, it's not spit. My time of Yarka may ask for and you have to spit natural spit that comes out of her mouth. Not the spit that's really the the, uh, the garlic uh, particles or the cloud the cloud of earth particles like the Amarava. Dayane, interesting, he doesn't say that um, you know there's some spit in there, like we had yesterday, right? Even there's blood, there's some spit in there, but apparently it has to be spit that came naturally, not caused by uh, by some outside uh, item over here. Uh Roka. The Dayana have to see the spit, when it came out of her mouth. The sieve, la'eni haskenim v'yark. It says in front of the skenim v'yark. That's the pasuk. The pasuk says that v'chol tsanalo me'araglo v'yarka v'fanav v'yarka v'fanav rather before that it says v'nikshi yivim to elav la'eni haskenim in front of the eyes of the skenim v'chol tsanalo. They have to see the removal of the shoe me'araglo v'yarka v'fanav, and they have to see also the spit, the spit in front of his face. They have to see that also. Tanakama said the mitzvah is only for the dayon to say bezchalas and all. Tanakama Rabbi Yudav said Rabbi Yudav disagreed. He said everybody has to say it there. We saw Rabbi Yudav in the Mishnah. We have it in the Brisa also. Anybody came in to do chalitza, but Amar Lanu after it was completed, Anu Kolchani should all answer chalutzanal, chalutzanal, chalutzanal. Say it three times to make sure. That it's understood that she had a proper chalitza. Hanloch mitzvah chalitza. That completes the twelve parak. Let's just see the Mishnah for tomorrow, since we have a little bit of time here. Beishami Omrim, Eimaman Elarusis. Okay, what does Mian Mian is again when she walks away from the wedding? She's allowed to do that until the age of twelve if she had a kedushin drabana. Otherwise, you need a get. So Beishami says only an arusa. If he actually married her, consummated the marriage, doesn't work. Can't do that. That's not good. You see, you see even. <coughs> Element Ayerson. If all they had was Ayerson, they only gave her a ring. They said, uh, it's all a condition of honor anyway. <coughs> she can walk away from it with Neon. Beisolom says, Arusus Venezuelas. No, makes them as Rusus Venezuelas. That's the whole idea that he wants to marry her. So he wants to marry her. Why do they allow it? They allow it because we don't want her to be, <coughs> to be, um, um, 
you know, taken advantage of. If a woman in those days didn't have somebody to care for her, so uh, they took advantage of her. So it was better that she would marry somebody and the man would take care of her. So <coughs> still, so you wanted to encourage Nisuas also. They still says Arusas and Nisuas, you could do me in either way, whether they were engaged or married. They shami omim, the bavel of yavim. Again, who can make even only an original husband? Again, the husband, it's only conditional upon it anyway. It's no condition to rice, otherwise you can't do me in. Basil says, Baal Ubi Yavim. Interesting. What, what are we talking about here? The man <coughs> made her with a condition to Rabbana, married this young girl. She's eight years old. He married her. And then he died with no children. She probably didn't have any children from, him, right, from her. Probably didn't, and he didn't have any children, period. So what is she supposed to do now? Make Yibam. But she can even do me on the Yavim also. Because it's only a marriage drop on her anyway. The Mian works not only her deceased husband, if she did it when he was alive, even on the oven also. That's Basil's opinion. But Shami says no, it was only on the May of Abal, any else's Russian's Mamian, Ella Tamtanachitaglers, she has no option. If her husband died and she's a young girl, she has to wait until she's bat mitzvah and then do chalitza. You can't uh, do it now. He says, Basil says no, you could do it even now, even when she's eight years old or six years old, whatever. Shami Omrim, the fun of. You can only do it. The mian has to be, or chalitza has to be, she has to take off his shoe. He said that before he can't do it with a, with a, with a shliach. But over here, can she do mian? <coughs> what is mian? She says, I, I want out. I don't, know I, go. I don't know what I'm doing here with this old man. I don't want to stay married to this guy. The rabbi said, okay, we want to marry her off so somebody should look after her. But if she decides at 12 years old, it's only drop on and she wants to walk away, she can walk away. Can she walk away in front of Bezin even if the husband's not there? So Basil says, Basil says, Baval, we have Bishami Omer Funab, who Basil Omer Funshlobafanab. Whether he's there or not, what are you going to say? It's only in front of him, and so maybe she'll be embarrassed and she won't want to do it. She doesn't want to hurt his feelings. Basil says, No, either way, she's entitled to. Bishami Omer, the Bezdin, Basil Omer Bezdin, Shlob Bezdin. Doesn't have to be done in front of a Bezdin. It can even be done in front of, let's say, two other people, as we talked about before. How many people does that have to be done? Does it be, here it means, does it have to be a proper Bezdin, a Bezdin of Mumchen, or it could even be Hedyota? So he means, but Bezim Shalom Bezim means even a Yotas also, okay. Amun Basil Beshamai, the man is Viktana, she can make Mian while she's Viktana, Afil Dal Beipam. Let's say her, she was a, uh, her father died, she's six years old, everybody's busy, her mother's working, everybody's busy, so they marry her off to some guy. He She walks away from the wedding a year later. She, she can, they can marry her off again to somebody else, and she can walk away from that guy. You could have it several, several times, there's no limit. We're not going to consider them abandoned like this, that she gets thrown from one man to another. She can only make me in once. And then she has to wait until she gets to be a gadola to get married again. You don't let her get married again once she's a In other words, she can make me in, wait till she's a gadola, and then she makes me in again. It means she should confirm, let's say, that Mion, and then she should get married. She shouldn't get married again until she's bat mitzvah because we don't want her to have Mion more than once. These are the machlogs and Beshamai, and we'll get into the Gemara Mishim tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. And a good night. Good, good night. night. Take guys. care. Good morning. Good night. good night. Have a great morning. Take care. Regards, everybody. Thank you.